abstained a little bit longer. It's no big deal. Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hopple. I'm Cameron Hewitt. And you guys are listening to the one and only, the best Fired Up Podcast podcast in the world. Dude, you got me with that one. I, I, uh, I, brought, I put my laptop down so I wouldn't be distracted by our voice recordings. You got me, dude. You tricked me. It's we're. This is a season of coming home. <laughs> yeah, it's this like it's a, like the Spider-Man movies where it's like homecoming, far from home. It's like fired up podcast, coming home. <laughs> guys, it's freaking good to be here with you guys today. Uh, here, are the fired up podcast. If you guys don't know, or if this is the first time you're, you've ever listened to the fired up podcast, why? Um, we are a fitness-based podcast, but Cam and I talk about a number of different things. And this one, I'm sure we're going to get into all of the life details that have taken place since May. This is the biggest hiatus that we have accidentally taken on the podcast ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We should probably, uh, I guess in a sense, justify it or explain it. I don't know, Andrew, where have you been for four months? What, what have you been up to? I've, I've been over at the P10 training gym, personally. <laughs> this whole time. I just got home now. I just got, it was the longest shift of my life. Yeah. <laughs> really excited to be back, though, uh, back home after that four-month shift. Um, we're going to see if we can we can do not or less of that from here on out. Cam, let's start with you because you are the true icon of the the P10, the fired up heads out there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I asked you first, but I best I guess I can go first, <laughs> guys. I what's what's been going on with you, guys? I became a father, which was really impactful to me. Um, her name is Bernadette. She's happy and healthy at thirty pounds. Um, she has. Two ears, one nose, a tail, and she is a mini Bernadoodle. And let me tell you, Andrew, I, guys, I'm aware that puppies are different than children. But I will say, when I'm up at 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. picking up piss and shit, it kind of feels not so different from having a newborn child. I don't know what that would be like, but I'm like, it's got to be kind of close. You're just completely sleep deprived and you kind of resent the thing, <laughs> whether it's a child or a mini Bernadoodle. I'm like, I want to return you. This is absolute. This is absolute hell. It was pretty much like three months of two to three months of doing that. And then she got better, but dude, it just, oh my God, she put me through the ringer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. When we initially, it was June, right? When that started taking place. We got her in April. Was it? We were, we were uh, still, that's right. We were still podcasting, but you were super stressed out. Yeah. Cause one time, dude, at one time we were podcasting. And so guys, the room I podcast from is on second story. There's a window that I can see our backyard. I tied up Bernie to a table, but I put her 
because she used she loves to dig and she can dig very quickly. I put her like her leash handle underneath a leg of a table thinking, hey, she won't be able to move. It's a you know, it's a beautiful day outside. It was like 75. Water, food, everything. I go outside after we are done recording and I put it on the wrong leg of the table where she was still able to get to dirt. And she almost dug out the deck, like the cinder blocks that hold it up. She, all, dude, she, she almost like was able to go underneath the deck. She, guys, she dug like, like eighteen inches of dirt all over the yard. And in that moment, I'm like, I could, I could just send you back to Wisconsin right now, even though technically this is kind of like my fault. <laughs> well, I think that's a great reminder as to. Uh... We always got to double check the table legs, you know, I think that's it's true. Yeah. I think that's a, a great life lesson that you could take away from the FUP today, guys. Yes. Um, I'll what else that has been going on? Because I, I know, I know Bernie's been a really big part of your life over the last four months, but what else has been causing you joy, causing you grief and everything oh, in between? Man. A lot of the latter, not a lot of the former. I'll tell you that. Uh, no, I don't know. Life's, life's just been kind of, uh, interesting lately. I just feel like it's been odd. It's been oddly consistent, but also it's consistent in its busyness. Like, I don't know about you guys this summer just absolutely flew by. I remember like as a kid, like, do we get like two and a half, three months of summer? Summer's never going to end. And then eventually school starts and you're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, summer was like a good chunk of time. It is not. It went by so quickly, dude. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't want to leave out people that aren't married, but I feel like especially when you're married, you have double the amount of people that you can make plans with and people that you have to, or I guess, get to visit and all that sort of stuff. So there's a few times, dude, oh, this is such an adult thing that Abby and I would do. We would, it'd be like Thursday or Friday. And one of us would be like, Hey, what do we have going on this weekend? And there's a couple weekends where we where we realized we have nothing. We have absolutely no, like nowhere. We have no weddings. We have no plans, nothing. And we could just, I mean, we still got stuff done around the house and you know, whatever, but we we're able to relax and like rejuvenate a little bit, which I mean, dude, the past four months, I feel like there's just been so little of that and it's tough. It's really tough to manage everything. Um, I mean, the one thing I've been managing very well is my, um, my diet and my training because it's one of like the few things I feel like I can control like everything else. It's just, there's so much going on. And what I've kind of learned is you know, Andrew and I have talked a lot about like forecasting your week where it's like, Hey, you don't have to always train on the same days. Right. So if there's certain days where you're like, okay, I'm super busy on these days. Well, here's some spots I can fit in a workout and all that sort of stuff. Um, but then also just being super consistent with meal prepping, having all that done, um, and finding ways to make it more like efficient over the past four months. I've really, really, really been disciplined and consistent 
in doing that. And so then when all the stress comes on, it's like, hey, you know what? At least, you know, the food for my week is taken care of. I don't need to scramble for that. I know when I'm going to work out and that will affect things like when I go to bed because I typically have to work out in the morning nowadays again. So it's been good. It's just been hectic though, man. It's just been a lot going on, a lot going on. And I, I see why a lot of people, if you don't prioritize your workouts and nutrition, very, very easy to fall off the wagon. And I mean, how discouraging to lose a good chunk of progress and then you have to regain that progress just to be where you were at. You know, that's a really that's a really tough pill to swallow. Dude, that's that's probably one of the most insightful things that we could talk about um, during this whole episode is that what you just said, I also learned in this season of life, right? And it's that when things get even more busy than you thought that they could ever get, which I'm sure I'm about to go under and figure out again. It's so freaking easy to be like, ah, oh, dude, I can't do fitness today. Even, even if it's your freaking career. And that's what, that's like what I do. Super easy to be like, I just trained like 20, 30, 40 people today. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I'm going to, I'm going to go chill. You, you um, vicariously worked out through them. Right. It's not the same. It is not right. the same. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boats? Who's going to carry the logs? But, okay, hey, here's a little quick tip for you guys. <laughs> well, no, Andrew, you just made me think about this. On days where, like, you get really busy and you're like, oh, I just don't have time to do a workout today. One thing I did um, – that I feel like actually helped out quite a bit is I kept the the chain going. So like the theory of the chain, it actually comes from Jerry Seinfeld, famous comedian. Um, he said, write every day, like write a joke every single day and each day is a chain and make your chain as long as possible just to you keep that muscle, you keep that consistency. Because once you miss a day, oh, maybe you miss two days and then you start a negative chain. So one thing I I tried to do and I, I didn't always keep the chain going is like, okay, if I – let's say if, if I wasn't going to work out one day, uh, like a full workout, I'd be like, okay, well, what is what is something I can do – to put that consistency feather in my cap, right? So so that would be something like maybe I would take 10 minutes. I'd grab my, my jump rope and my little 10-pound dumbbells, and I would just do – I'd make up a little workout. I would do it, see how many rounds I can do in 10 minutes, and just be done. Be like, okay, decent workout. Wasn't very long, which is fine. But it, it's that mental win or even just saying like, hey, you know what? When Abby and I are watching TV, I'm going to stretch a little bit. Like I, I know do my, my left hip much more inflexible than my right. Like there's a pretty, pretty decent imbalance. Why not do that? that? That to me counts as a consistency feather, right? So it doesn't need to be, hey, I went to the gym for 90 minutes. It's like, well, on days you don't do that, do something. Just a little, just 
teeny tiny. That is something that personally I feel like made a big difference for me. That's a that's a great point. Question for you. Are you guys still planning on or you, I should say, planning on building a garage gym? Okay, here's the thing, guys. I need you all to side with me because I one thing I've I've learned about marriage is I think I need to get better at pitching ideas to Abby in a, in in a way where it's kind of like, "Hey, this is good for both of us." And a lot of times it is. So my whole thought is, guys, me and Abby both need a garage gym fully equipped because when we start having kids, if I'm at Iron Lab, which is only seven minutes away, it's not terribly far. If I'm working out in the morning, I typically get there like just before five. Well, what if the baby wakes up at 5.15 and little side note, I'm not going to get into it, but again, it's very important that Abby does not get abruptly woken up in the morning. It's one of her health Think it really affects her rest of her day and maybe the day after as well. But if I have a garage gym, I can just walk the 20 seconds into the house, take care of the baby, maybe bring the baby into the garage with me and continue my workout. And then for Abby, there's some days where long day of work, she doesn't want to go to the aquatic center. Well, hey, you, you can walk into the garage gym at least do like a little mini, do something, right? A little consistency feather. And it would really benefit both of us. And I, and I truly believe that. It's not like, oh, here's no, a way to I kind agree. of skirt it around. Like that actually sounds really smart to me. Um, Dude, if Abby can't be woken up abruptly and you got a kid, you're not you're not going to the gym, dude. You, you're, you, you can kiss fitness goodbye. You gotta, <laughs> you have to have a home gym. That's gonna be a necessity because you're gonna have to, you're going to be you're going to have to be the one to walk into that baby's room scream in the baby's face pick him up and bring him out to the garage gym exactly well and even you know even if it's not working out in the morning maybe it's like hey when i get home from work if you know abby's home with the baby or whatever it's like okay maybe i can take the baby into the garage workout or just go work out and if abby needs me like around dinner time or after whatever, I can just walk back into the house. It's right there. Like it seriously makes so much sense to me. Now, guys, this is not a pregnancy announcement. No, for it's Cam not. and Abby. No, they got- I, right now I do it with Bernie. I bring Bernie to the gym. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, 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 it is an official fired up podcast version pregnancy announcement. For Andrew and Megan Hopple. Yeah, we, we realized, Cam and I were talking about this, that before we went on our little hiatus, we did not officially announce that we were we were pregnant. And uh, babies do, and quite literally, from this recording, one month from today. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild, dude. How, you excited? How are you feeling? Tell, tell the people how you feel. When you were talking about uh, not having to do things on the uh, on the weekends, I directly started thinking about when you guys were at our baby shower, literally just last weekend, <laughs> and how you did this huge trip for the the couple's baby shower, <laughs> and also how I had seen you two weeks prior 
when both of us had coincidentally been in Minneapolis, Minnesota. One for your you for a wedding, me for our anniversary trip. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, was that gym not not to little tangent here, was that gym not like one of the best gyms you've ever worked out in? Okay. No, it was not one of the best gyms. Oh, right. I loved it, dude. What was what was the name of it? It was Los Los Campanillos or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. You have a you have a pretty okay setup. You got a lot of equipment. That's that's the cool part. Yeah. Dude, you're I'm sorry, there's no better way to say it. Your gym's dirty as fuck. It smells horrible. Oh, <laughs> I loved it though, dude. No, dude. It, no, okay. I, I feel like I can be a little bit of a gym snob now. Now that I like I have you know, it's not like you're just coming in and you've never written a screenplay and then you're like shitting on everybody's screenplays, right? I have my own screenplay and I've worked really hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Where's your screenplay? I, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming around. I'm not like, uh, just a consumer shitting on people, you know? Sure. I am. Sure. I'm a provider. Period. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yeah. But, uh, uh, no, no. Okay. This gym guys, I'm a big aesthetics as well as functionality, as well as environmental type of, uh, gym consumer. The gym was the worst smelling gym. I've ever been in. Would you disagree? Well, okay, okay. Hey guys, quick quick caveat that Andrew's just so expertly gleaming over. It was a new facility. It was a paintball arena. That's why it probably smelled like that. And they were no. they were they were redoing it. It did not they, smell like that. It didn't smell bad to me though. All right, guys. I want you to take... That's because people work go, hard in there, Andrew. They work hard, dude. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to walk over to your hamper right now. We're going to wait. I want you to pick up a dirty pair of underwear. I want you to push that underwear against your face and breathe deeply for five breaths. That is what... And a pair of socks. Just put it all together. That's what that gym smells like. Yeah, and... You know what, Andrew? You know what? The people will probably smell. They'll, they'll probably smell their underwear and socks and be like, wow, yeah, you know what? That's right. That I wore these on a day where I really worked hard and really pushed <laughs> myself. No wonder they smell so. No wonder. They smell like I, hard work. Here's the thing, dude. I like a little bit of grime. That's my one. Like, I like the gym I go to. All the equipment's new from like two, three years ago. But, dude, the, the old gym I went to, dude, there was like, Everything just like you could tell, like, oh, these weights have been used. It's kind of just a little dingy. Oh, yeah, it just got you in the mood where, like, dude, if I get sweaty and all that shit, it doesn't like this, tetanus. This stuff is used, dude. This stuff's been forged through the fire, dude. Hell yeah. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Andrew. When I wear workout clothes, it, uh, no, let me backtrack. I don't wear workout clothes that are like athleisure. Like, you know, you have like, you have a like gear Viore and like Lululemon, all that stuff. If I wear those clothes, I'm like, dude, these are like nice clothes. Like, I don't want to work out in these. I need to wear something that's like, dude, this thing's going to get the shit kicked out of it. Like I'm about to do to myself and it needs to be able to handle that, you know? Same thing with the gym, dude. Like, oh, dude, this gym is like a living room. I can't do it. No, dude, this is like a place where people gather. 
No, okay. I need a nobody's, place for- nobody's asking for a gym that's like a living room, like your grandma's, you know, tea room. No, with plastic over everything. <laughs> nobody's nobody's advocating for that type of gym here. Let me get that straight. What we need is we need a highly functional facility that's also very clean and is well well maintenanced so that you can use all your equipment. You don't have to if you if you put something on the ground it doesn't have <laughs> three layers of grime on it after you pick it up. <laughs> Dude, I okay, I put my hoodie on the ground in that gym. Mm-hmm. I picked it up. There was so much hair and dust and like I was like what the fuck? <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, that that that's true. You know what they ought to do because that gym is I don't think that gym is 24/7. Dude, they need to invest in I would say anywhere between 15 and 25 Roombas and overnight just have the Roombas go to town. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's the that's the thing, but Yeah, think, vacuum I up think, the grime. No, they need one of those commercial steam cleaners for the the rubber flooring. That would be sweet. Uh, no, that would do too much damage. It w- it would make it too it would make it too clean. There needs to be a balance. You know, needs to be a bounce. Well, bounce you're going to absolutely hate the new P10 gem because guys, yeah, the probably. second announcement that I have for us is that the P10 training gym is moving and expanding its operation. It's becoming a bookstore, <laughs> becoming a Barnes and Nobles acquired. So we're 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 figuring out the details, and we are in the middle of discussions currently right now. But we are um, pretty well set on uh, moving into this one specific location. For those of you who know where the current P10 training gym resides, it is going to be very close. So um, not any big change in um, travel time for anybody who's a current gym member. But it's freaking awesome. We are, we are turning ourselves into a real, real gym, which is... I don't know, it's pretty crazy to be able to do that so fast. Now, is it in <clears throat> is the Barnes and Nobles or the old? I mean the uh, fuck the uh, the new place. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this new place um, is it in like that same plaza? It is right. nearby. <laughs> it's it, it's in like okay, so it's in that same kind of like shopping area. It's in the it's in the same area. Pretty darn okay. close. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't know. Here's the thing, guys. Andrew shares a lot with me. I feel, and so I don't know what is proprietary information and what's not. So I apologize about that. Um, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, it'd be cool. You were showing me some layout plans, and I, and dude, I told you this. I think we were talking. Yeah, it was yesterday. It's like you're keeping what you have now with the high quality, like squat racks, barbells everything but then you're also adding i guess you could call it more of like dude i would call it almost like a sandbox gym hey do whatever you want this is just free reign a little more space if you want to get your own workout in perfect and then this area over here this is where we're going to be doing a lot of the group training it's just it's a nice it's a nice balance of intimate but also like you can just go do your workout over there if you want to right Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We are we're basically trying to create 
a facility now that has a separate group training room attached to the small commercial space. So that just like Cam said, we have the ability to do many different things at once um, because that's where we, we are trajectorying. I don't want to have to shut down the facility in order to do X, Y, and Z, um, you know, training efforts. Oh, we're going to put together this youth strength and conditioning program. And then we're going to, you know, do group training. And then we're going to do semi-private PT. And then somebody wants to get their own workout in. We're getting to the point where it's a little bit of a stretch now to be able to get where we want to be. But we're going to have more amenities and more access to equipment and fitness um, at this new place. So we're looking for our forever home. <laughs> See, I, I don't know, dude, because in in another few years, like you never know, man, you might even outgrow this new space. I mean, I guess you'll, you'll see what happens, but yeah. you know, you've had some ideas that aren't, um, I guess, exercise related, but more recovery related. And that stuff's going to take up a good amount of space as well. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's certainly a, you know, you're like a hermit crab. You certainly just found a better shell that will last you a long time. But I mean, dude, you, you outgrew this place in nine months. Right. That's not, that's such a short amount of time. And it, it's great. It's super, it's, awesome but you know to keep growing like this you might outgrow this place sooner than you think right yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good i'm very we're very very excited about what we're gonna be able to create in this new area um and i think it i think it is enough room to grow into right now i think the way that we want to structure our deal we will be able to make sure that we're not stuck in a position as well as um, committing ourselves to something that is like a, a 20 year marriage to a, a location. So I think we're, we're finding the perfect situation for here and now, but we'll, it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to share with all of you. OG FUP heads out there. Oh yeah, dude. What the final will- product looks like. I will say what was what's interesting and I would say unique about your gym is the the relationships with I mean I've I've only met a very 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 few amount of um, members but I guess really with a lot of different businesses I, I I guess I wouldn't assume this either but. Like, it's interesting to me that you had at your wedding, you had members. At your baby shower, me and Abby sat next to, we're like, hey, how do, how do you know Megan and Andrew? They're like, oh, from the gym. And we're like, you and you guys are here at the baby shower. You know, it's like, that's uncommon. It's really cool, but it's like, it's that's rare, you know? And so it's just cool that obviously, you know, you guys have built a sense of community that is pretty strong, dude. I mean, if you go to someone's baby shower, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't right. know. And they just they just seemed very, um, uh, I don't want to say like bought into P10 because that makes it sound like a cult, but I guess bought in. Like they're just like, this is where um, my fitness life 
can thrive and be sustainable. Oh, just you wait. Where because because this this is going to take all right exactly what you said. That's what gets me excited is that there's one specific area where people feel comfortable to kind of take their stuff to the next level. The super exciting part for me is the the amounts of capability that this new facility is going to open up. Right, how many other types of people we can attract, how many other um, training styles we can commit to and things of the sort with this new uh, facility, this new location, and how many other amenities can we add in to fully support the individual. Um, that's what's super exciting about this. It's all the extra space. I mean, guys, we're looking at creating a, a full-on um, meal prep service as well attached to the, the facility so that we can provide really simple clean eating meals for people because a lot of people don't know how to do that shit they don't know how to or they don't know how to make it not taste like cardboard or you know what what they should be taking in and it may you know a lot of people feel like they don't have the capability or the time i'm sure everybody understands that that feeling of overwhelm when you're in a situation where you have x y and z to do like we just talked about it's very easy to be like all right i can't i can't take care of myself today not this week i've got all this other stuff going on and so what my dream is with this new facility is to plug as many holes in the boat the little dinghy that we call personal fitness experience and say you know what kim I know Bernie's driving you crazy, but we're going to keep you afloat during this crazy <laughs> hectic period of time. Yeah. That, I mean, dude, that's so, that's so important. That's so important. Because- I will make America the best version of itself. It will ever be elect Andrew Hopple <laughs> <laughs> for local custodian for local custodian. That's right. Yeah, no, that's, that, dude, that's a super, super big service to offer. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's a lot of people when they feel stuck and there's like an uphill battle and they don't even have boots, they're like, dude, screw this. I'm not doing – like how am I supposed to even get started? But if all of a sudden you have a Sherpa with a beard and, law and a man bun come through named Andrew <laughs> and he's like, hey, not only am I going to give you boots and some walking I'm gonna, sticks. I'm going to lace you up myself. I'm, I'm going to tie you to me. And we are doing this thing together, you know? No, but seriously though, it's like, even think about the meal prep service. If you have a problem and you can solve that problem with money, that problem is instantly gone. I mean, dude, me and Abby don't have any kids except for our mini Bernadoodle who has calmed down quite a bit. Me and Abby are able to combine, combine between me and Abby doing our meal preps. I would, I would guess it's probably about three to four hours of time split between the two of us doing meal prep on Sunday. You throw in multiple kids who do sports and whatever, that becomes more and more challenging where yeah. if, if you can say, oh, wait a minute, my nutrition is solved with a check and pre-made meals in the fridge. Why not do that? There's no, um, well, even if, even if like one third of your meals, like your, your lunches, all your lunches, solved, all your you lunches. Yes. And that's all we do. We just make lunches for the week. That's all it is. And, it, and so it's easy. It's so helpful, but I, I totally can see where someone's just like, dude, how do I have margin to do that? Okay. Well, Hey, do you have this amount of money each week? Yeah. Oh, 
problem solved. Like there's no honor in, no, I made all my own meals. Right. As long as the result's the same, who cares? Mm -hmm. Dude, absolutely. And the, the concept right now is can we provide more better quality things to help keep people on track? or help them recover better, help them, whatever, right? Things that people are already paying for or are interested in to, um, to yes, take a little more of their income in order to provide that service or product. But especially if it's something that they're already paying for, like food, can we just say, hey, don't spend it over at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A like during the week. Instead, just, you know, put it into investment into your um your, your meal prep service, and then you're taken care of and you know that you're on track, you don't have that anxiety, that overwhelming anxiety that everybody feels. And they're like, shit, you know, I don't have my food again. So that's that's the the longer, I, I guess not longer, the medium term play here. Immediately, we're trying to figure out the, uh, the final direction for this new facility, but it's all in play. And uh, I wanted to, I wanted to do a, a public poll here, Cam, for you. Oh. You and just me. <laughs> just I just want I just want your okay. your opinion. Oh, how sure. well how well do you think I'm going to handle this uh, new father experience this coming fall and winter while all this other stuff is going on? I want to take bets, dude. Very interesting question. I think. Let me let me answer in the form of a story. Um, <laughs> in the form of song. In the beginning. God, <laughs> um, no, at the baby shower, me and a friend of the podcast, Alex Apostle, were chatting. And I was saying, first off, I always want to be a supportive friend. But four months ago, four or five months ago, when you said, hey, I want to do a bodybuilding show in August, I wanted to support you. But in the back of my mind, I was like, dude, like that is you, you and I have a funny tendency of, hey, if I put more on my plate, I'll be more disciplined. But that when we do that when we feel like we have so much on our plate. Oh, well, if I, if I just put one more thing on, I will have to get it all done. And I feel like sometimes that can backfire and it doesn't work out very well. Um, I have done that multiple times and it has um, failed me, but sometimes it's actually helped. So talking with Alex, someone who's you know, gone through multiple intense preps and all that sort of stuff. Um, he's like, yeah, dude, it, it takes like everything to do, to do a prep, which I believe, I believe yeah. when he says that. Yeah. Um, I think you'll do a great job. I feel like that is contingent on how well you can prioritize big things in your life, which I believe you can do. I believe if you prioritize you and Megan, the baby, the gym, and friendships, you you will do very well because, yeah, dude, I'm, I mean, you're going to be exhausted, I'm sure. Um, some babies sleep really well, but um, I feel like that's rare. <laughs> you know, especially like we, we have a, a few friends that just had babies and they said like the first, it seems like the first month for all of them, it's such a learning curve and, an, and a lifestyle adjustment. Like, what, dude, one of our friends, they just had a baby maybe like a month and a half ago. 
He said he was up from 10 p.m. until about 1 p.m. Just trying to figure out how to make his baby stop crying. He tried so many things. And then he noticed his hat was off, his little baby hat. He put the hat back on and he instantly stopped crying and went to sleep. He's like, are you kidding me? That's all I had to do? So now it's like he knows, hey, try that if the baby's crying. But that's like three hours of frustration and listening to a baby cry and being tired and all that stuff. That I, I think you'll do well, dude. I just think you need to really, really sit down with Megan and realize, hey, what are the things that are important to us that we need? And then put everything into those, into those yeah, things, you know? Absolutely. But I, dude, you guys are going to be great parents. I mean, when me and Abby were writing some like cards and like um, the little uh, prayer thing for, yeah, for we, the baby. we read order, the other day. I hope you kind of laughed at some of them and then other ones were, were serious too, you know? But like, I mean, dude, you, you and Megan both have phenomenal qualities. It's like, I mean, dude, what, what's like the dream for a kid? It's like, dude, you want them to work hard, find something that gets them excited, be insanely kind and, you know, um, open to people they meet. And I mean, like other than that, it's like, what else would you want? If you're kind and hardworking and you care for your friends, I mean, dude, you and Megan do that both so well. It's like, oh, dude, that kid's going to be great. Right. Like no brainer, no brainer. You just got to figure out your, your schedule of, Hey, who's sleeping tonight? That's <laughs> all it takes. It's that simple. Everybody you heard it here first. I, I just solved childhood for all of you. <laughs> the, Parenting. <laughs> childhood. I just solved childhood. All, all of it, dude. Yeah. I love, I love, I love giving advice on things I've never done. It's my favorite thing. Hey, well, good thing that that's only half the FUP. That's right. This oh guy oh guys I don't know if we ever said this. This is actually going to be a multi generational podcast. So when Andrew and I ascend to Valhalla, our children will continue the podcast. Hey, we have a speaking of Valhalla, we've got Ragnarok coming up over at the P10 gym. Have I told hey, you about you this? You sent me the thing, and then you said briefly what it's kind of like, but do you tell us about it? Oh, dude, it's going to be fun. So we've got uh, – also, thank you for the kind words. I think I think I will survive. Um. <laughs> you think you'll survive? I don't know, Cam. I might not make it. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, so Ragnarok is going to be it's, – it's one week, right? It's five days, so it's not that crazy, but – I think I've because, uh, you know, there's all these different challenges and fun things you can try to create and whatever and be very inclusive so that everybody wins. I don't know. I didn't really want that. I wanted to make if I was going to make a challenge or something, you know, that would get people interested and, you know, motivated in the gym. Right. I want to make it suck. I want to make it tough. Right. So those are those are my my constructs. Okay. That being said, I feel like a lot of these challenges these days are, once again, very inclusive, and it's easier to count yourself as a winner. I want everybody to to be like, okay, losing is very common, and it's okay, but I need to work hard 
and not allow myself to to quit if I want to win. Because that's what fitness is, in my opinion. So it's five days. You have to do one workout at the P10 gym, or if you're traveling, you can figure it out. But you have to complete one training session. We're going to have group training all the, all those days. We're going to have our summit private PT, right? The workouts are going to suck. Um, they're going to be specifically scalable, but they're going to be specific, longer, more intense workouts for that period of time, athletically based, right? More workout of the day-esque type of workouts. And you got to do one of those every single day, five days in a row. Not too crazy. For some people, that is pretty crazy, right? Second part of it, you need to do separately 60 minutes of cardio every single day right? So now all of a sudden you're taking people and some of these people maybe have never trained twice in a day or they have or whatnot, or maybe they tried it once and it was really tough. You're doing this for five days in a row, 10 training sessions technically in five days. Um, and then we're going to have some other fun objectives that you have to check off. You want to get extra points. But the basis is if you want to win, if you want to survive Ragnarok, the, the end of the world, you have to at least complete those five workouts, those five cardio sessions, 60 minutes minimum. And you need to complete them. And if you do, you win. You win your t-shirt. Good job. Wow. Uh, There's no makeups. You cannot do five in six days. You cannot do one here and one there. You have to do it every single day. You have to go out of your way to do it. And then we're going to have an overall winner and we'll add with all those extra little points that you can earn. Um, the person who has the most points will be the winner of the challenge. And a, and a 60 minute cardio session is defined as what? Could be anything. Like, like, go, like to... going for um, like going for like a walk or. Yes. It has to be a specific cardio activity. You cannot say, I'm going to go mow my lawn and count this as cardio. It has to be out okay. of your way. Yeah, you're like you're like intentionally doing a 60 minute walk. So it has some 75 hard esque type of uh, feels to it, but I think that's the the biggest principle that I've taken away from all my time inside of 75 hard is that you have to be intentional. You have to go out of your way, and you have to set a period of time aside for this thing that you're completing and you're uh, dedicating yourself. So it's a it is a fitness thing, but it's also going to be a smaller mental toughness challenge because you know that during that week monday through friday and there, you know, there's intentionally no weekends during this thing it's going to be monday through friday shit's going to hit the fan for one of those parents or at their job or whatever right they're they're mm -hmm. um and they're going to be like oh i can't do it today and you just got to get it done and i mean it's a week yep it's a week week weeks go by very quickly like that's what I, I do like about it because like what we were just talking about in the beginning of the, uh, beginning of the episode, not everyone is going in their regular life, you know, year round is going to be able to either mentally handle, physically handle, or even just from a schedule standpoint, handle yeah. 60 minutes of, of cardio. And I mean, how long are the group classes? 60 to 90 minutes, somewhere about mm -hmm. in there. Uh, the, the group workouts are going to be 45 like they usually are, but 45. Okay. So you're talking, you know, over an hour and a half of physical activity broken up. Granted, they could probably go to the class early, do some cart, do cardio then, or do it at, you know, whatever you could always 
dovetail them together. But for a lot of people, that's not very doable year round. But hey, can you do it for a week? It's meant it's meant to be an intense week because it's out of the ordinary. And by the end of that week, I hope people are set up mentally for success. And they're like, oh, wait, I am capable of all this hard stuff, you know. Right, right. Because some people and, you know, emphasis on some people might realize, oh, wait a minute. I have more time in my day than I think. I just need to sacrifice some of these things that don't really matter. You know, like, okay, I'm all for watching a little bit of TV at night. Do you need to watch three hours? You like, know, do you're you- going to have to, you're going to have to sacrifice your TV for sure. There is, I am, I would be very surpri- uh, surprised if somebody was able to continue to do their, um, their like TV routine and also get all this other stuff done. Dude, I'll tell you that you, um, this might make me sound like a, uh, massive biatch, but I, here's the thing. I don't, I don't guys, most people don't like doing cardio. I don't really like doing cardio. I'm one of those, I'm one of those people. Um, I dude, I will go to the gym and I will, I will watch TV while I do it, but little asterisks, I check what my heart rate is at. I may, I'm in like that zone three cardio the whole time while I'm watching something. Cause it's very easy to be like, Oh, I'm just going to like really phone in this cardio while watching like Netflix. Yep. Yep. So that that's where my fitness tracker comes in handy. I can periodically check in with myself, be like, Hey, are you, are you actually pushing yourself right now? Um, and then I, I adjust from there. So it's like, I still get a little bit of Netflix in and, and it makes the cardio go by way, way quicker. No, you're, but, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it's about, yes, it's about going out of your way to do it, but fitting it into your life too. And it's not incredibly difficult to do that for five days <laughs> is obvious here, hopefully, but it's about making the effort and hopefully teaching a lot of these people who have never once again done this before previously or in a long time or hey just take control of your life just take the reins if fitness and getting to a certain area is pretty important to you like a lot of people say then let's do it let's take control this is what it's going to take you know maybe it's a lesser form of this too but it's dedicating a specific period of time and saying to get from point a to point b it's gonna this is what it's going to cost me and it's worth that trade-off and i'm going to implement yeah. And I do like the idea of failure because so like granted, like hell week, hell week at orange theory was the, those workouts were tough. Um, you, but it, it, your schedule didn't change. You, you know, a lot of people, they were going to go there every day anyways, and you could even scale back the intensity of those workouts if you wanted to. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's tough. If you try, if you make it tough, you know, it's cer- certainly, um, I hear they made it 10 days or something like that now. And you only had to do five. Oh, interesting. 10 days. <laughs> That's uh, whatever. Okay. Lame. Um, there are some savages though that are like, yeah, I'm still going to do two days. I'm still going to go balls to the walls and I'm going to do all 10 days of hell week. Like you still have some maniacs that, that do that. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, I like your point of, there's a lot more satisfaction when you complete something when it's actually tough and yes. fail it. And when you're riding that tightrope, that fine line of I might fail or I might succeed. And 
Oh, Andrew, just guys, just everyone close your eyes, especially even if you're driving, if you go to the P10 gym <laughs> and just, just think of that moment when it's maybe like eight o'clock at night or maybe it's five in the morning and you're like, this moment right here is the moment that I decide I'm either going to do the cardio or not. This is where I'm either going to fail or I'm going to choose to succeed. And you're really, really going to want to choose to not do it, but you're going to do it anyways. That is a, I mean, dude, the message you're sending yourself when you do that is, is enormous. Like what a big mental win when you guys choose to do that. Si se fuere. <laughs> what? Yes, I can. Dios yes, mío. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> si se fuere. That should be the, I know Ragnarok is like a uh, freaking Scandinavian co- thing or whatever, I'm sure. On the back, you should also put si se fuere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can, Cameron. No, it's true. I mean, yeah, it's going to be really fun. I got to get you a, uh, one of these, one of these sweet Ragnarok T-shirts, Cam. These things are, but you got to do it. You got to do it too. No when free lunch. Oh, here. we should even, we should even tell you, tell you guys this. When are you guys doing uh, Ragnarok? We are doing Ragnarok, um, October 9th through. Get this, it ends on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, is that pretty sweet? Sketchy. It accidentally ends on Friday the thirteenth. Damn. I'm gonna get you a, a copy of um of this logo too. This I put some I put some effort into this logo. So for the oh. uh for those of you who don't know, Ragnarok is I don't know if I said this too. Ragnarok is like Cam said, Scandinavian. It's the Norse mythology, uh like the end of the world, basically. And uh you uh <laughs> It's like when the world is burning and all the heroes in Norse mythology perish over over wars or whatever. And there's this uh there's this dragon in the in the in Norse mythology. And I put the dragon inside of this emblem that I created and I have a logo for Ragnarok. Because we're gonna do oh, this. Nice. We're gonna do this. We've we've got we've we're starting to create in our first year of the P10 gyms ex- uh, existence. We've got in May. It was uh, what's it called? Murph was. It's mm. not obviously a P10 gym thing, but Murph was a really exciting thing. We did a cookout, and a lot of people got way outside of their comfort zone doing Murph over at the P10 gym. So that was awesome. Um, now we've got this Ragnarok week type of thing that's that's coming up that i'm sure we're going to do multiple times over the years um and we're just starting to create all these fun little like you said community things that kind of identify what makes the p10 gym a little bit different like we're doing a chili cook-off this next week where (laughs) where it's in two weeks we're doing a chili cook-off and a football like a, a thursday night football thing and dude the chili all right if you guys, if you guys are going to the chili cook-off and you're trying to compete for the, you know, you're gonna have a title. It's gonna be best chili at the P10 gym. <laughs> and that somebody's gonna get that title, and it's gonna be me. I'm making Cam a smoked brisket chili. 
Oh yeah, it, yeah. You're probably gonna win, dude. That dude, they're done for. All these for, idiots out here. They, they got, well, I don't know, dude. Because in all fairness, you just gave away what you're doing. <laughs> oh, so you guys at the P10 gym, you guys might bring, you might have ten pots of brisket chili, and whoever has the best one, man, it it might not be you. Listen, if any of you, if any of you jerks do a brisket chili, think, I swear, yeah, your even, membership is terminated. <laughs> even think about doing a smoked brisket chili, you're done for. Dude, smoked brisket chili is absolutely incredible. That's we'll this see. Thursday. We'll see. Uh, no, it's um, October 5th. So, sorry, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. You guys know my secret recipe now. But we're we're doing all these fun just things that we can kind of implement every now and then. So, it's fun to see everything come to life. Yeah. But, definitely, Cam, what's, definitely. What's, your, what's your take on Squatober? Are we doing it or what? Yeah, we are. We are. We're, and we're going to do it very smartly. Smart like. Guys. Whatever. Guys, big announcement here for you. In lieu of my child's entrance into this world, we want to invite all of you to join us for Squattober. Squattober, it's going to be fun. Cam, could you uh, could you educate the people? Yeah, well, I don't know if I can. I've never done it, so this will be my first year. But um, Dead Sever. It's related, just like Dead Sever, but, but squatting. And Andrew, you know, you got to think, dude, do you want your kid born into this world and have his or her father have a less than, um, less than perfect squat, le- less than optimized squat, dude. Yeah, I don't right. want that for your child. Bernadette is depending on me being able to squat and pick her up. And I wrestle the shit out of her. I quick side note, guys, I'm undefeated in wrestling Bernie. I win every single time like it's not even close um but yeah dude, i think it'll be fun i think um i guess a little takeaway and smart thing about you and me is there's been many times where i feel like through doing irresponsible things at least for me <laughs> i have hurt myself so guys there have been moments like maybe two years ago during dead summer where i was like supposed to hit a certain weight for a certain amount of reps First rep felt good. Second rep felt okay. Third rep, rep kind of felt like crap. And I was like, ah, dude, should you go for the fourth one? Like, it's not feeling good. And I was like, no, dude, this is dead December. You have to adhere to this thing exactly. I went for the fourth and fifth rep and, like, hurt myself. Um, like, my low back. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Doesn't matter. I should have listened to my my gut. That with squat tober, I've also hurt my I've hurt my shoulder squatting, um, and so I feel like I'm much more mature and smart now. Where I don't know, I'll, I'll if I have to adjust it, I will, because the goal is to at the end of the month have a better squat than I did in the beginning, and the only way to guarantee that doesn't happen is if I hurt myself. Do you know? Um... Yes, don't don't get hurt this Squattober. But we do invite you to join us. It's uh, sponsored by or actually created by Sorenex, I believe. Sorenex is a very big name in strength um, across the world. And the program is absolutely free. If you want to join in, if you want to do Squattober alongside your favorite fucked up boys, 
Um, you can follow Sorenx and Squattober on Instagram and all that. Um, it'll be a good time. It's going to be fun. But you know what? Maybe <laughs> you talking about carrying the team, basically carrying the family, not making sure that we uh, continue to wrestle our dogs and not win mm-hmm. or not lose, rather, made me think of this this parable here, Cam. And I'm going to be Milo of Croton or whatever whatever the place is actually pronounced as. But it's the story of how Milo picked up a calf and put it on his shoulder and carried the calf up the hill every day, right? Oh and as the God. calf got bigger, as the calf got stronger, no. this, this is the perfect <laughs> description of early, um, early resistance training, early progressive overload concept. I'm as my as my family gets bigger, I will never let them not be squattable. I will never I will be able to always put my family on my back and squat my entire family. Dude, you know they they say there's gonna be a day where you'll pick up your child for the last time and but you won't know until it's years past. That day will be the day you die. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna be able to back squat my entire family until I die. That actually, um, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that sounds reasonable, but then I realized you'll have to die pretty young. <laughs> I, I die. I die at my athletic peak at forty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there you go. Yeah, you know you should no. You you should always be able to like cradle them like a baby. Like desert your squat. I'm gonna be able to desert your yeah. squat, my family. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, what do you got? Uh, let's let's give some good some good stuff to the peeps here to get them started on their their week. I'm assuming this is coming out tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah, man, dude, that's a. I feel like there, I feel like there's so there's so much, dude. Like, I I think this is gonna sound really boring, but this is I just this is what's on my on my mind. I think I've learned this over the past four months, guys. Andrew gave me a compliment, and I don't know if it was. Um, hollow or if he actually meant it um but when we were at the gym he was like oh dude like i've never seen you so big and we talked about the baby shower too and and abby pointed something out because you were like hey what have you been doing differently and there's like a couple things i've changed in like my programming but one thing that abby said is like the hallmark is that i'm very consistent and you know i think one thing to point out it's like your health is the summation of all of your training and all of your nutrition. Not one, one thing of it. Like last night I had a blizzard, like those little ice cream things, dairy free, dairy, dude, mine wasn't from dairy queen. It was actually from a place called frosty boy. Um, you can't call him a blizzard then hold the phone. Well, I was going to call it a flurry, but no one knows what a flurry is. A McFlurry. No, it's not a mix. No, oh, don't you dare! Dude, you're you're literally using the terms. It's like calling calling a tissue a Kleenex. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> right, I think was, I think that. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> you know, it's like don't worry about each every little thing. Look at like the grand scheme. Like, are you consistent throughout time? Not like, oh no, I had a a piece of cake at a birthday party one time. It's like. Yeah, but what 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 is the other ninety nine percent of your diet and your training looking like? You know, like 
that is how I think through this crazy season of life that kind of derailed the podcast, that is how I was able to essentially make gains while getting sleep two hours at a time. I was just wickedly consistent and didn't do anything really, honestly, all that crazy. I just kept with it and changed my programming a little bit as needed. And, and that was it. I mean, it's funny. It's just like, it, it really is that simple. It's that simple guys. Yeah. I, I got to give Cam a shout out because it was not a hollow compliment. Cam's looking pretty big. Cam, this is the biggest version in a good way of Cam. I have ever been able to, to see and meet. And I'm not dude. fat. I'm not fat. I'm like, no, you're not. No, dude. I, I'm pretty sure you've leaned out. I, I actually have. It's actually kind of funny. It, it, I, it, well, it's not funny. None of you laughed at that, but it, it's interesting. Well, I think I think you're also embodying body recomp really, really well here. Where you're, you're not you're not showing that you have to just do a bunch of. If you want, if you if you're not worried about, because you're not crazy lean, but mm-hmm. you've recomped yourself in order to look bigger and also lose some body fat. And it was just from consistent, like this is probably the most consistent you've been in years this last summer in training. Am I when, right uh, or wrong? If, if we, if we combine nutrition and cause I, I've always been consistent with working out. I love working out. I've yeah. never been this consistent with, um, with nutrition. No. And that's, that's the key. That's the ticket here. I think the lesson to highlight for you guys is that Cam and I are obviously very big fitness advocates, but I have been able to see Cam make this a personal thing about me. I've seen Cam (laughs) make this great flip um, simply because he turned up the heat just a little bit on things that he was already doing, but he put together that period of time and Maybe it was just something where, hey, you know, I'm not even going to give a, an end date uh, on this thing, but I'm going to try a little harder on both aspects or add in the nutrition consistency along with my already pretty regimented training consistency. And he has seen incredible freaking results over that. Um, still not deadlifting 400 pounds, but, you know, what can I say? Maybe maybe one day that could be a pipe dream. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe. We're gonna, maybe. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put up a, a framed picture of of AI generated art of Cam deadlifting 400 pounds in the new gym, and nobody's gonna understand except for this podcast. Like, who is that guy? He's At, dude. You're Allie a, and Josh will know. They'll be like, "Yo, was that the guy that we sat next to at the baby shower?" Um, I uh, I still have a photo that that uh, what is it? It's that stupid photo of you. You're you're uh, you're you're on my couch when we were doing our podcast, like initial back in back in the old days. Season one is what I'm talking about. And there's a what's the what's the kind of photo where you take it and it prints right away? Polaroid. Yes, there's it's a Polaroid. Oh and my god! Hang, yeah, it's hanging up in my garage. I put it. I put one nail through it, and that was that was uh that was back when it was the the P ten garage gym. Oh my god, dude! You had that thing lined up, guys. Andrew had that picture lined up. So if you were if you like walked out the squat bar and you were squatting, you were like looking right at me. Play like a champion today. Slap it. You yeah. get that squat in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this one. This one's for my boy Cam. Yeah. So Sorry. what is anyways? 
Anyways, yeah, I no, want I want to finish complimenting you. Backhanded compliment oh, with you. the four hundred pound deadlift, of course. But yes. no, he's he's just made these little adjustments, and that's hopefully applicable to you guys too. Just turn it up a little bit. If you want to see real progress, that's what I'm trying to teach or reaffirm everybody with this Ragnarok thing is that if I can just give myself a little more heat, granted, that's going to be a whole lot more heat for that entire week. Right. You're going to see better results. You have to, and Cam was seeing results, dude. He was, he's been training consistently for years, but he turned it up just a little bit during the season of life for, uh, for the nutrition and all of a sudden tons of progress it's been insane um personally from an outside point of view to see cam do this and question for you cam did you still enjoy life these last four months oh oh yeah for sure because guys i mean really all i did dude it's it's so um dumb how simple it is and i think this is why people don't follow it because if they think it's this simple it won't work um so again change my training a little bit like what andrew said all i did was i was like okay I'm focusing on strength, but how do I slap on muscle where it, where I, I get the, um, the most results from a visual standpoint. So I was like, okay, if we bring up the shoulders and the chest a little bit, and maybe a little bit of the back, it'll make me wider up top. And that, so that's what I changed there. That's easy. That's easy to do. The only thing I focused on with nutrition is, well, I should, I should say two things. Always hitting protein. So, and, and all I did, guys, I weighed, I weighed 200 pounds. I divided it by, or I times it by 0.8. I'm like, that's my minimum. At least hit that. Simple. The other thing is eat like an asshole less. There were still, that's really it, dude. I was like, I mean, I, I, I also have been tracking very consistently as well. So I know when I can eat like an asshole and when I need to back off quite a bit. Um, and I've been weighing myself damn near every day to kind of get the average of where I'm at. And that's it guys. Like I re I restrained myself a bit, a bit. That's it. Just enough that I noticed it. And then I hit my protein that, and seriously, that's all I did. Welcome to fitness. And it, and it worked. And dude, I'll tell you this next three months. I'm going, I'm completely changing my training guys to focusing on hypertrophy, just building as much muscle as I can. I'll probably up my protein intake again. That's all I'm going to do. That's seriously it. The time in the gym is the same and the nutrition will just be a little bit more, a little bit more protein, probably a, a good little chunk, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, guys, it's that simple. Just do those things consistently over time. And it's like inevitable that you will see results. There you go. You heard it here first. Man, that's a good takeaway. I'd say so. I'm going to so. be like one of those very thankful, very reaffirming podcast hosts. And I'm going to be like, Cameron, thank you. Thank you for that. That was, that made my week. Thank you that for that was, gift. Thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for that gift for all of us today. And I, I just, I know that there is great purpose behind what we talked about today. I know that there was a reason that you came into my life for this conversation. But to the now, old Ed, Ed Milet, the snap. Wow, someone needed to hear that. Hey, come on, don't don't shit talk my boy Ed. Ed no. is uh <laughs> it is I freaking love Ed Milet. He does he does do a lot of uh this is 
this might be the most profound thing that anybody's ever said on this podcast. Yeah. Every, every episode. <laughs> it's he's every, just, every single episode. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if he had short and long-term memory loss. Like every episode is the first episode and he's just completely <laughs> blown away every single time, dude. Every day's day one, baby. Come on. <laughs> Still day one out here over at the P10 gym. We don't, we're not taking anything for granted and neither should you. <laughs> yeah. We ready to bring this one home? Yeah, dude. Also, real quick, what's your just quick number? At end of Squattober, what do you want to hit? Oh, dude, end of Squattober, what do I want to hit? That's yeah. too much pressure, dude. I don't even know. Um, I think it'd be very nice to hit a. 365-pound squat. Yeah. Righteous. Righteous. I think I think that's my objective here. That's correct. Personally. Yeah. Do it. How about you? Um, I would like to be able to hit probably... 370. No, if everything goes well, I think I'd like to hit like about 390. 390? Yeah, I maxed out like a month or so ago, and I hit. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that is ambitious. Actually, now that I think about it, my my max last time was uh, three sixty five, and I think, yeah, maybe thirty pounds is a bit of an overreach, but maybe, maybe three seventy five, maybe three eighty, somewhere somewhere about in there. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how I, it goes. I gave, you, I gave you a hard number. What's your hard number? Okay. 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 Let's see if you add a ten to each side. What's that? Three eighty-five. I feel like adding twenty. I feel like, dude, a twenty-pound PR. That's pretty huge. Is pretty. It's pretty big, man. Yeah, I mean, a doing a month. But here's the thing: I'm also someone. The more I do a movement, the more I, I get way, way better at. It. So if I'm hammering squats for a month, Damn, I, I, I think that's everybody. No, dude. But uh, no, you know how some people though. Some people you can like not squat for a while and get right back to it. I'm not that person. I need to like get back into it for a bit, but then once I get a groove, I feel like I like J curve up. I'm like, oh, I'm right at home in this movement, and then I make I can make pretty insane progress. So we'll see, dude. I'm excited. We'll guess, see how the month goes. I guess we'll have to see everybody. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting squattober. Yo, if you want to get some <clears throat> sweet squattober merch not sponsored head on over to sorenex.com i believe is their website and oh, you yeah. can grab some sick merch uh sick squattober merch and then tag us as you're posting your sick selfies with those yeah they got they got some good stuff up there guys that's uh that's the podcast that's the welcome back cast um that's the all we welcome got for you back cast. <laughs> <laughs> i love it the, the homecoming I, I want you to i want you to hashtag when you when you share this on your story, inevitably this week, I want you to hashtag welcome home. Hashtag homecoming. Home. Yeah, there you hashtag, go. <laughs> hashtag homecoming 2023. Hashtag Hoko 2023. Um, Cam and Andrew, welcome back. Thank you for being here with us because for some reason you crazy fools continue to hang out with us literally four years deep on this uh 
Yeah. This this fucked up experience, this FUP part of podcast experience. <laughs> oh yeah. Guys. I love you guys. If you uh, if you got something out of this episode or any of the other episodes that you've ever listened to, please do us a favor and share it and uh, talk a little bit about us when people are asking what you're listening to these days, what's yeah. on the rotation, as Cam would call it, for the podcast. <laughs> the rotation. Absolutely. We appreciate it. That's all we got. See you in the next one. All right. See ya. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a vacation. I feel better at work. work.